This is episode number 96, Being a Contribution, with Daniela Galdi. Welcome, my name is Oleg Lohid, and this is the Overcoming Odds Podcast, where you get a glimpse into the stories of individuals who have overcome adversity, suffering, and struggle in achieving their personal success. This podcast was built by you and for you to help you overcome adversity, suffering, and struggle in achieving your fullest potential. Before we get into today's episode, I'd like to make a few quick announcements. The first one being, I'd like to give a shout out to our review of the week, which comes from Basalt55. Oleg Lohid is truly onto something here. Inspirational, educational, and motivational. We all struggle with the challenge in life. This podcast that shares real-life stories of strong people who get punched in the stomach, shake it off, and get back selflessly are the stories of leadership that everyone needs to hear. Tune in and get inspired. Thank you so much for the wonderful review. If you want to be featured on our review of the week, go ahead and leave us one on iTunes. It is that easy. The second announcement that I'd like to make is if you haven't had a chance to get involved within one of our events across the country, please go ahead and check them out at overcomingodds.today forward slash events. These are experiences created by other community members from the Overcoming Odds tribe where you'll get a chance to hear other people's stories from all over the country and be a part of breakout sessions intended to help you share your own story. Once again, for more information, please go to overcomingodds.today forward slash events. Now, let's get back to our guests. This week's conversation features Daniela Goldie. Daniela is a high-energy powerhouse. Her ambition is endless, and her extensive resume is proof of that with areas of expertise in the entertainment industry, entrepreneurship, health and wellness, and media production. Daniela is not always a go-getter with remarkable drive, passion, and discipline towards her endeavors, but also offers encouragement and empathy towards others in theirs. Without further ado, please welcome Daniela Galdi. Daniela, welcome to the show. Hi, Oleg. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being a huge supporter and a friend and someone that I can count on, you know, no matter what the circumstance may be. Um, the reason why I wanted to have you on this particular show with us is for a couple of reasons. First one, I was very fortunate to be a guest on your show a couple of months ago where we were able to explore different aspects of my story and the things that I went through. And I remember just as we were talking, you know, there was uh, so much in common. So I wanted to have you on here and explore this topic of breaking the cycle of making the same decisions that aren't giving us what we need. But I think before we get into that question and what that really means is I want to be able to relate that to you. And is there a story in your mind that you have lived through where you felt you were making the same decisions and weren't getting the same results or the results that you envisioned? 
Absolutely. And, and, you know, I, I, before I say anything, I have to say, I admire you so much for everything you do. So I'm so grateful for this opportunity and that we've started this new friendship. So, um, to get into the story of that, the whole breaking cycle, uh, it's actually been my theme this entire year when I found myself at a very low point last year with depression and anxiety. Um, a lot of my focus is on my profession and my career. And it has been my entire life. I grew up dancing, uh, performing. I went to college for dance and performance art. i you know, produced my own shows, different things like that. And, um, it ties into this whole element of self doubt that I've been trying to conquer, especially in this last year, Mm -hmm. because, you know, um, and I hate to say this word because, but it is the truth, you know, rejection happens, especially in the industry that I chose. (laughs) And you've got to pick yourself up every time. And, and, you know, um, so that self-doubt very easily, it can shift from, you know, confidence into the self-doubt piece. And what seemed to have happened and I noticed is that I constantly found myself in this like struggling position in this starving artist position. But not only that, but I found myself taking, uh, excuse me, making decisions for my career that were based on desperation. So for example, I didn't believe that I could really make it as a dancer. So I would go and I would take a job elsewhere. And and for me, I'm a very passionate person. So to just work to work doesn't actually work for me. Uh Um, And I've come to terms with that. Um, And I would, you know, I'd I'd be angry at myself, just, you know, just go and take that, you know, secretary position or go and take that marketing position and just, you know, deal with it because you need to live. And it's, it's not a way I can live. And so I've been trying to break that cycle of making choices that aren't based on doubt or desperation. It's really interesting for many different reasons. I think the first one is, I mean, I've definitely experienced similar things. I think when you fall in this space of, of desperation and you can't make a certain thing happen in that particular moment, you know, it, it, you do become, you you do, I think, fall into the space of, I just, I'm going to do the, do this, and you almost feel like you are less than as far as what Absolutely. you're capable of. So in, in your case, when you face that particular thing, I mean, how did you reverse that as far as, okay, instead of me settling down for less in order to pay X, Y, and Z bill or whatever else it may be, I'm going to continue doing what I started and why I started this, like, how do you continue along that journey during those difficult times? Absolutely. So I, I wish I could say that I just, you know, pep up and give myself a little pep talk and I can do it, but it's not that easy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's getting easier. So, you know, for anyone listening, I do want to put that out there. It gets easier. Um, I think what happens is I, I start to value my, I started to value myself more. And this happened through going, you know, through therapy, I would take workshops on different elements of, um, you know, how empowerment workshops, listen to things like, like this podcast or podcasts and, um, read books, uh, talk with other people. Um, it's a constant effort to just continually keep my mindset in that place of, I am breaking this cycle. I am, you know, it's a lot of self-talk to myself, mm-hmm. uh, not only with those, uh, you know, positive mantras, but it, but really taking a step back, not making a quick jump 
because I know that it could help my financial status or it could help this, you know, taking a step back and really, you know, talking to myself, is this going to be good for me? And am I seeing the same patterns that I saw before? And as I mentioned earlier, it gets easier, but I still, I mean, habits are hard to break (laughs) as hard as they are to make. They're even harder to break. And, um, you know, I, I even the past two months, um, two months ago, I recently took a position and, you know, I, I justified it in so many ways, but my gut was like flashing red lights. It was literally like, red flag, warning, warning, you know, there were so many things there that told me like, it didn't feel right. Um, and I ignored it because I kind of let logic kick in and I was like, Oh wait, I can get more, you know, it's better this time because I'm getting paid more. Um, I can make my own hours. I'm doing something that makes me happy four weeks in, excuse me, one week in. And I, 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 I knew it was not right. And I knew here, you know, here I am again in this cycle. But, but what's, what I'm proud of is while that only lasted four weeks total, um, that was something that would have, you know, in the past, it would have taken me six months or two years to break the cycle of, Mm. of doing something that was not good for me. How much of a role would you say your community and the people surrounding you played in this? I mean, was it, was it a positive role? Was it, were people, um, kind of discouraging you from pursuing what you ultimately wanted to do, and what what was that impact? So it's there's a few things. So in terms of community, um, you know, and to add to the previous question, I have a lot of mentors, or I have a lot of people I turn to in my for uh, my support. And I, I'm actually, I'm working on making sure that I'm not letting the opinions of others make my decisions, but there are some mentors that I go to, you know, is this a common pattern with me? And I, and I spoke to a friend and, uh, she's, she's actually a spiritual guide and, you know, she made me recognize that here are the little patterns that were happening. Um, and of course I resisted it and I didn't, you know, I'm stubborn and I didn't want to hear that because it was finally my chance to just have some peace of mind in my career. Um, so in terms of that, I have a very supportive community, but I, I have a very, um, those I speak to allow me the independence to make the decisions for myself and are there for me. Um, and I feel very blessed because they're there for me when I'm like, Oh no, I did it again. Can Mm -hmm. you help me? Because now it's affecting my mental health. Now it's affecting my day to day. Now I'm not motivated, you know? So I do, I do turn to people to help me to realize like, this is temporary. Okay. Look, you recognize, you know, they help me to recognize all the good things and power within me to then make the choice that I know I need to make. Mm -hmm. It's so spot on as far as having a community of people that can help you in difficult circumstances. And, you know, the other thing that I've learned about or throughout life is that oftentimes we think we have so many people supporting us and, and on our behalf, but really when times get tough and you are put in these, um, circumstances within life what i've realized is that not everyone who is quote unquote within your network has your back and i think the sooner that you can kind of test that hypothesis that you have that the 50 people that you know of every single one of them is going to be there the better off you are because then you can really able to um, determine and understand who's who's there for me at the end of the day Absolutely. And, and it, and I, I totally agree with that. And it, 
for a long time, I think I would only go to the people that I knew would tell me what I wanted to hear. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I've really, uh, again, I've done a lot of just assessing and, and making sure that if I am going to those people who I do feel I still find support, I let them know, you know, be honest with me. Do not treat me like I am this fragile person, you know, be honest with me because I'm not seeing something, but I'm feeling it. Mm-hmm. How have you been able to use a lot of these experiences that you've had to ultimately create this community that you started? Like how, how was that vision born? Sure. So, so still standing together is the, uh, support and empowerment organization that you're referencing. Um, Oleg, it happened so organically, probably the most organic thing that's ever happened in my life. Um, which tells me, you know, this is, this is right for me. Um, and it's, it's a good feeling to feel that, that it didn't, it wasn't forced. It felt very genuine for me, for those around me who were in the process during its beginning stages, um, from the people who come to the support groups and workshops. So it, it came at a time when, as I mentioned last year, I found myself in this spot of anxiety and depression where I couldn't get out of bed again. I, I was, uh, I found it hard to talk to anybody. Um, luckily and fortunately for me, I have had, you know, my boyfriend ended up coming home from work. My two sisters, some, one of them put money in my account. The other one called a therapist. You know, I fortunately had people who could step in, um, because at that point I was not able to talk. Um, I remember not even, you know, I, I would have to go places and I'd smile and my lips would quiver because I had like not smiled for months, you know? So it was this really tough place. And, and I was angry with myself because this, I had been to, at this place years before and I had gotten myself therapy. I had started to work out again. I, I started to bring myself back to my life. Um, and, and I somehow found myself there again at a place where I promised I would never be at again. So, you know, the, after a couple months of being in therapy and, and working on myself, I just, I was in a therapy session and I, and I was crying because I just kept thinking, I can't imagine people who feel alone because in that state, you know, anyone with a mental illness in that state, you already feel alone. And so, you know, to, to actually think like there's nobody on my side, um, just breaks my heart. And so I remember talking to the therapist and I said, you know, it does, it breaks my heart. I can't imagine people who don't have somebody to kind of motivate them or give them that nudge or hold their hand through things. Um, and I want to start something. And I said, and I want it to be positive and I want it to be this whole, you know, and she said, take a step back because consider sharing your struggle because that's what people might need to hear Mm -hmm. that you went through this and now you're able to be an example to come out of that. Um, and it's something I work on morning and night. So I talk to people about that. And, and, um, I was never ashamed to talk about, you know, oh no, yeah, you know, I was depressed that day. I haven't, I'm never ashamed to talk about it, but I realized they did hold back because I didn't want people to think like, oh, she has this, she's not going to be able to perform in this way, or she's not going to be able to show up and, and, you know, be productive. Um, so, so that's kind of how it started. And I ended up talking to two therapists cause I'm not a therapist and I knew that I always wanted some sort of traditional or non-traditional therapist at these events. And, you know, I, I showed up with a book of ideas to them <laughs> and I said, you know, let's collaborate or they, they said to me, let's collaborate. So I showed up with a book of ideas and I, I mentioned all these ideas and they're like, all right, all right. And then at the end I said, you know, I've had this idea to do these like support groups 
And they were like, yes, we are on board. So, you know, I, so the fact that I have the mental health therapists that are open to this really is like, tells me that this is the most magical thing that is happening in my world right now. Mm -hmm. You know, it's really interesting is part of you sharing this story. It makes me realize I recently wrote an article and I'm going to release it this week. And it's, it's on the topic of out of your greatest pain can come the greatest gift. And what it made me realize was during the, my time of developing what we built, there was a question that I was pondering for many, many years, and it was, why me? Mm -hmm. Why was I meant to go through all the challenges? And ultimately, what can I learn? And how can I reframe using this mindset and all these tools accessible to me to understand all these experiences and past in a different manner? My question to you is, what is your greatest pain right now? So that's a, that's a good one. <laughs> Sounds like a great article too. My greatest pain right now is, I don't know if I would call it a pain. Um, I, if I had to, I'd say, you know, it might sound a bit cliche, but you know, people say like, get out of your own way. Mm -hmm. uh, excuse me, I'm sorry, I'm getting a little emotional, but you know how they say like getting out of your own way. Um, and I always would be like, eh, whatever, you know, yeah, get out of your way. I understand it now because I'm, I'm starting in my life to make this shift where, um, I want these other things in my personal life to happen. And the focus on the professional has kept me from living. So I, I guess that's my, my biggest pain right now is that I've realized that while I'm proud of myself for putting so much effort into um, everything I've done in my career, I realize that I don't feel as though I've lived. Mm. And that's that's a scary thought. <laughs> Do you yeah. find yourself being able to balance the two personal and professional work? Or is it it's all or is it all one? Well, I allowed myself about three years ago to really just be okay with just focusing on the professional. And I, you know, I made my, my partner aware, you know, listen, I, I need to just focus on this. I, I really just want this to work. And he's so supportive and, and, you know, it's been great, but, um, I feel as though I can find a balance with it. And, and I, you know, I've realized that I, I didn't, that was where I was, where I wanted to go with it. But mm -hmm. I'm starting to see now that, um, the balance is so much more important and um, trying to just eliminate one area of your life so that you can focus on the other really, at least for me, is not healthy. Mm -hmm. How much would you say, so one of the challenges that I face definitely throughout my life and a lot of the listeners of this show is that, especially in the professional life, you know, we set a lot of these goals and targets to go towards and but I realized that there was a certain point in my life where I wasn't setting <coughs> those goals and targets based on my understanding of how I viewed success. And it was a lot of the, like you said earlier, the opinions of others were influencing this. And so I found myself going after things that A, were not set by me, and B, were very challenging to get to. Did you find yourself in similar situations? And uh maybe is that one of the challenges ultimately? within your per, developing your professional career? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because, um, I think for how long I've been 
working at this. I mean, I feel like my whole life, but I guess we won't consider when I was three years old dancing on stage, (laughs) you know, Um, but at least over a decade, close to 15 years of um, not, you know, not allowing that process to happen and not allowing for, you know, um, I only saw the big picture. And I need to get to that big picture and doing the little odds and ends jobs that could potentially get me to that big picture, not talking about the ones that I chose out of desperation. Um, that, that was a challenge. I, it felt beneath me. It felt a little, you know, uh, my ego probably took over a bit and, um, but it it was hard. I think in combination with having this self doubt and not knowing where my value stood and seeing that my bank account was empty and things like that, that, um, you're right. It's, it's definitely a different, it's shifted into a different way of what success means to me and what, um, what my value is. I felt I, I was embarrassed a lot of my life because I felt like, well, who am I to do this? I've always, I always, you know, similar to your article, who am I? Like, why me? Who am I, Mm -hmm. you know, who am I to do this if I'm not bringing it, you know, people who are doing this are making this amount of money or they're doing this, these projects. Um, I, I don't have, what do I have to offer? And, and it was, you know, a lot of breaking down those self doubts to really help me to make the choices, um, that that would still make me happy. Hmm. Does that answer your question? It does. It does. Okay. Do, do you feel like you are in a position of your life right now where you can honestly say that you love yourself for all the things, all the decisions and everything that you've made? If I have to be completely honest, um, I'm not a good liar. So, so honestly, <laughs> I'm a very bad liar. Um, I'm getting there. I'm not there. I'm not there completely. I I, I like to think some days I am. And then there are other days where, you know, we just, and it's not even that, you know, I'm proud of those days where I I don't feel motivated. And you know what, sometimes I have to take a nap. And I'm proud of that I can honor that now and not feel so ashamed or judged by nobody who's watching me in my (laughs) apartment, you know. Um, But I'm, I'm very close to it. Um, but I do still personally feel like there's there's still a bit of work to do up here. <laughs> mm-hmm. The reason why I asked that is because I recently had a conversation with a friend of mine, and I remember I was asking her the question of, "Do you love yourself?" And she said, um, "No," because it you know of all the the things that have happened in your past, and it just made me realize that I think there's so much that there's so much pressure that we put on ourselves as far as even self love. And we think that we have to prove ourselves to somebody else. And there are these um, list of things that we have to accomplish as far as matter and understand their experience is of value to someone else and ourselves ultimately. So I was just curious to know from your end, you know, what is that journey like where you were um, along that particular process? Well, so it's, it's really interesting because um, I was actually taught and I, and I mentioned about dance and I, and there's so many great things about growing up being an artist and, and I, and I attribute so many great, um, qualities about myself to it. But what I, what 
when I was talking to a friend about who was also a dancer and, and just growing up looking in a mirror the whole time and, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, hitting something, finally getting it and then, okay, on to the next, you need to be better than that. You know, it was, it's very, it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of being hard on yourself. Um, again, there are good things. It's made me a hard worker. It's kept me, um, self-motivated things like that. But, um, she and I realized that when we broke it down, we had a lot of the same issues going on mentally because, and emotionally, because we still had that mentality. So programmed in us. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's, what's funny, not funny, bad choice of words, but what's, <laughs> what, what's interesting to me that I kind of had a revelation about recently is that, I start, it's kind of like when it's okay, when a teacher says you're starting off with a hundred or an A plus, mm-hmm. and then you go from there, you know, it's, you're going to, it's only up to you how much you work and it'll go down based on what you do. For me, it's so interesting. Cause I realized that like, I have, I have a lot of self love for myself. I really like who I am. I really like things about me. And, and it, it, I almost felt like I allowed so much outside noise to kind of break down that hundred slowly year, you know, year after year until right, you know, all the work I've been doing recently. Mm-hmm. And it's just so interesting that, you know, asking, um, when you asked your friend about the self love and everyone's journey is just so different. Yeah. Um, but, but the goal is always to get back to that, like, 100. And and I don't mean that in a perfection way. I just mean feeling like that you fully, you feel full, you Mm -hmm. feel love for yourself, you feel happy about your decisions, you feel balanced. Um, So that's really been my journey is I always have to go back to that thought that like, when I really think about it, I really do like who I am. And I love who I am. And, and I need to stick to that. Mm, I love that. Final thought for today's episode, and this is a question that I ask all of our guests, and that is, who or what are you grateful for today? This is going to sound cliche. I'm very grateful for you (laughs) and for this because um, it really is a wonderful thing that you're doing. And oh, like, I don't know if you realized how realized how therapeutic this can be for people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So I am very, very grateful. for this opportunity because I, I think I needed this today. And, you know, I went into it, I told you I was nervous. And, and again, it was those bits of self-doubt where, mm-hmm. because I've listened to your, your uh, episodes before and I hear these people who have gone through such tremendously traumatic things or, or uh, just made these tremendous decisions that were life altering. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, it's, I, I go back to that self-doubt piece a little bit of, what am I going to get, you know, what do I have to offer? Um, so, uh, I really do appreciate just these, these past few minutes with you because, um, talking with you has been very therapeutic. Um, I hope others listening will also find it very therapeutic and, and appreciate what we're sharing and, um, just the openness of it. And, and so you, you've helped me to realize that, I'm okay. Like no matter what, I'm okay. And I just need to be myself. Mm -hmm. No, I appreciate you for being you. And, you know, just like anything else, I think we're all human beings. Um, I definitely have similar days to what every one of us experiences. And that's, um, we've had hard days and obstacles come and everything. And, but what I've ultimately learned is that I, I don't think there's any obstacle in this world that is going to kill you. 
So you're, you're going to keep living and we all face challenges. Um, we're all fighting battles on a daily basis. And the only way to learn and really understand what we're going through is to reveal those challenges. And I think ultimately the only way we are able to heal is we, we, we heal what we reveal. And so mm-hmm. the more that we continue to share our stories and the things that we're going through, I think the more opportunities we create, not only for ourselves, but other people along these journeys to help them understand that, okay, just because I'm going through this, that doesn't make me any less than. I'm still worthy. I'm still able to go after my goals. And, and so hearing other people's perspectives and what they're going through, I think it's that's what it's all about. Absolutely. And, and um, you know, I'm glad... Not that I'm glad that I'm going through something at the moment, um, mm-hmm. but I I hope that it does help to see that, you know, things aren't perfect in my world at the moment mm-hmm. and they're still in process and in progress. <laughs> but, you know, um, as you said, it, we can still, we're still able to get ourselves up there and, and still stand and show up and, and good things can still come from that. Mm-hmm. We don't need to hide away and we can actually live in the moment and, and continue to live yeah. is, you know, that's the biggest thing I think with just with my whole focus of breaking the cycles of, uh, I just want to live and enjoy every moment. Mm. How do people find you? And what are some of the things that you have coming up that people can be a part of? Sure. So you can find me on my personal um, page on Instagram at Daniela underscore Galdi. Um, also on Instagram is the Still Standing Together community where we try to put as much uh, positive media out there and uh, resources and educational tools. Um, and that is at Still Standing Together. Um, you can also look up some more about me and my and my background at DanielaGaldi.com or email me at hello at DanielaGaldi.com just to say hi or chit chat or anything like that. Um, upcoming, I, I'll be launching a podcast, um, another episode of the Still Standing podcast in the next week or two. Um, there's about four or five more, which they can find at stillstandingtogether.com. And um, we do have a workshop coming up in November in Philadelphia that is um, with a, a therapist as well as a stress, st- excuse me, stress management mentor. And it's on um, recurring stress and coping with recurring stresses and um, tackling pressures head on. That's amazing. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thank you for doing all the work that you do. Thank you for being you. And I think that's the most important thing that, I've, that we've highlighted throughout this is the, is the importance of being ourselves, especially in the midst of challenging situations that we all face on a daily basis. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you all for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. If you haven't done so already, feel free to subscribe to our monthly newsletter so you can receive all of the latest episodes, featured stand up and speak up stories, and ways you can be involved with Overcoming Odds. Once again, we thank you for listening and we look forward to having you next week.